Okay, there was a little drinking in L.A. last night, right? Oscars last night, and like so many things, so different because of the pandemic. A bit of more low-key Oscars than what we're used to, obviously, because of the uh, pandemic. But you know what this reminded me of this year's uh, Oscars? was what the Oscars originally were. I mean, if you followed the uh, Oscars and you know it's a history, it started way back in 1929. And basically, it was a dinner party. It was a little dinner party at the uh, Roosevelt Hotel in L.A. It grew into uh, what we know it as uh, today. But uh, really, they kind of uh, went back, uh, I guess, to their uh, roots uh, this year, uh, Mary, because a lot of people were saying that... uh, this seemed like if you're watching it, like you were invited to this uh, intimate little dinner party last night. Yeah, it was very different. And uh, I, I wonder, you know, if they had as many viewers because people do want to tune in to enjoy a show. And yeah, you know, I, I wonder if it really hit the mark, if it really gave people what they were hoping for with the Oscars. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, I haven't seen any ratings numbers yet, but uh, I think think most if not all award shows this uh, past year the ratings have been down in a uh, way down so might not be a surprise if the oscar uh, numbers are down as well uh highlight for me last night though was uh <laughs> i love this acceptance speech from uh, daniel uh, kalea who yeah. in accepting his best supporting uh, oscar said quote you gotta celebrate life my mom met dad they had sex it's amazing yeah. And then, just as great as that quote was, then the camera cuts to his mom, and you could make her uh, out-mouthing, what is he talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was so good. I think it's one of those classic moments where you think that these people, especially for Best Supporting Actor, he'd have something prepared, and it sounded like he did, and then the emotion takes over, and then they're in this other place, and they're just elated, and they're probably saying after, and he's probably saying after, oh, maybe that didn't come out the way I thought. No, especially if your mom is saying, we're well, talking about what? Like, and she's so proud of him and he's, you know, putting her up on this pedestal. It was hilarious. Oh, uh, one of the Very greatest funny. cutaways ever when they cut to his mom. And again, she had no mic on, but you could just uh, pick out what she was saying. You could read her lips. Yeah. She was going, what is he talking about? <laughs> and uh, his sister, who I assume is his sister, is beside the mom and she's just got her hands over her face. Like, oh, no, he didn't just do that. Anyway, yeah. Any other funny. highlights uh, for you? Because you watched it all, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Um, I have to say, uh, Glenn Close dancing was hilarious. (laughs) It was a highlight for sure. And I think that the way they set that up as sort of like a game show, I think that that kind of flopped a little bit. But Glenn Close in the classic style just, you know, makes everything so much better. And I don't know if she was set up. But she knew her stuff, and man, oh man, because she shaked that booty. That was one of my highlights for sure. Yeah, it was a fun moment, uh, without a doubt. We should mention as well, too, uh, Harrison Ford, when he got up. But was he presenting? I can't remember now. Was it Best Picture? Yeah, I forget which one it was. Yeah, anyways, he went off script, and uh, he was just tearing one of his uh, past movies uh, to shreds, uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and from the test group, from the focus test group, which is something that films will do to see how a movie will do at the box office to see if, you know, they need to go back and re-edit it. Is it hitting the mark? So this was from a focus group. And this was some of the feedback that Blade Runner received. So that was a lot of fun as well. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, everybody was just watching that going, what is he saying? What is he doing right now? So uh, anyways, that's what we know and love the Oscars for are just these uh, moments that you just can't predict. You don't expect. And coming up inside the uh, next uh, 10, 12 minutes from now, ET Canada's Sangeeta Patel, along with our pop culture expert, Vicky Sparks, they were with us earlier on the morning show. And we're going to run down uh, some more of the uh, highlights and everything that happened at last night's Oscars. That is coming up. Also coming up, we are expecting the health minister sometime at the bottom of the hour. The opposition at Queen's Park today accusing the Ford government of ignoring health advice. So we're going to take the health minister's uh, remarks and reporters' questions when they happen. Again, we're expecting that at the bottom of the hour in and around 2.30 here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. In the meantime, we've got reports this morning that Europe might be ready to open up to tourists again. And for more on that, here's our travel expert, Marty Firestone. He joins us on 640 Toronto. Marty, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, What are we hearing from the European Commission, Marty? Well, 27 countries are suggesting that fully vaccinated U.S. tourists will be allowed to travel this summer. This is really interesting and encouraging upon proof of vaccination. So I guess this is the, how do you say, lead into ultimately what we've always been talking about, and that is that vaccine passport in one form or another. Right. And that was my next question is, uh, how do you prove whether or not you have been uh, fully vaccinated? Has that uh, been worked out yet? Uh, Do we know are vaccine passports forthcoming? Yeah, very little has been worked out other than they are saying it doesn't necessarily going to be a um, barcode of some sort on a phone for security reasons and people that maybe don't have phones and all that. And it will be able to be something you can look at a card a piece of paper, something, but, you know, that opens up to a whole bunch of issues with counterfeit and things like that. But that's what they're suggesting at this point. Right. And just how big of an announcement would this be for uh, British businesses and uh, businesses throughout uh, Europe if they uh, reopen for uh, tourists uh, to, to come from America? Uh, it would be huge. I mean, this will now give the ability for people to set up and make plans for travel whether it be business or pleasure, this upcoming summer, which kind of never thought that was in the cards. But that's the U.S. I think we we are in a whole different world here in Canada at the moment. Yeah. What do you make of this news when it comes to us uh, here in Canada? What uh, what does it mean, if anything, for us? I don't I don't think it means anything. And I'll tell you why. The key words are fully vaccinated. How many Canadians do you think have both vaccinations already or will have them in the next couple of months? I don't think a big percentage of them. And the other thing I think, as long as you still have to do the three day hotel quarantine and the 14 day quarantine on return and no recognizing of the fact that you had two vaccine shots, who is going to go away knowing they've got that waiting for them when they get back? Sure, but is this another uh, sign or another signal that life is somewhat returning to normal, uh, Marty? I was uh, watching over the weekend. We saw more packed stadiums uh, around the world. It was in uh, Melbourne. They had 78,000 people uh, packed into the Melbourne uh, Stadium uh, there. Uh, Highest attendance at any sporting event around the world since the start of the pandemic. In Florida as well, uh, UFC played to a packed house, some 15,000 people in an indoor stadium. And now we're hearing that Europe might be opening up for uh, tourists again. Yeah, it's it's all positive. I saw the picture today, too, in New Zealand of a music concert that was 60,000 people. It's shocking. It's gone from like zero to 100 in, in what appears pretty quick in those countries. 
but you aren't seeing it here in Canada. I guess the states will be the next to follow where they open up again because most people will be fully vaccinated, so they have that sort of leeway or freedom there, but uh, I just don't see Canada even within six months of any of this that's going on right now. Yeah, there's no predicted timeline. I know it's 25% of Canadians have received uh, at least one dose of the uh, vaccine, so we've got a ways to go. We really do. Yeah, without a doubt. Marty, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Take care. Yeah, you as well. Stay well. There's our travel expert, Marty Firestone, on this news out of the uh, European Commission earlier this morning that uh, they might just might be ready to open up to uh, fully vaccinated uh, Americans into tourism uh, once again.